Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Russian President Vladimir Putin called the U.S. dollar's drop in dominance, quote, objective and irreversible during the recent BRICS summit in South Africa as Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa formally agreed to use local currencies instead of the U.S. dollar. It's the first shoe to drop. As demand for the dollar weakens, the buying power of the dollar also weakens. That's why Birch Gold Group is busier than ever. Investors and savers are looking to harness the power of physical gold held in a tax-sheltered IRA. Text Monica to 989-898 for your free info kit on gold. Thousands of happy customers, an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and countless five-star reviews, you can count on Birch Gold to help you navigate transitioning an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. As the U.S. dollar continues to receive pressure from foreign countries, digital currency, and central banks, arm yourself with information on how to protect your savings. Just text MONICA to 989-898 to claim your free info kit from Birch Gold Group right now. Hey guys, I'm Monica Crowley and this is the Monica Crowley Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Monday as we kick off a brand new week. This is your go-to for hot liberty, a safe space for all of us thought criminals, independent thinkers, and happy warriors. Don't forget to check me out on social media. On Instagram, I am at Monica Crowley underscore. There's a cute picture up there from over the weekend. There's a couple of uh, tweets that I highlighted with some good graphics, all kinds of fun stuff up there on my Instagram at Monica Crowley underscore. And on Twitter and True Social, I am at Monica Crowley. Also via email, I am at Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Drop me a note. Let me know what's on your mind. All right. Uh, We've got a big week of shows coming up this week. We're going to speak to Harmeet Dillon, who is running for the RNC chair position. Uh, Last week, we spoke to our good friend Lee Zeldin, uh, who decided to drop out of that race because the whole system is so rotten and corrupt, and Ronna McDaniel has been doling out favors and money for years now, so to break through is very difficult. But Harmeet, who is an unbelievably brilliant, fierce attorney, and she's in the, the belly of the beast in San Francisco, she is such a fighter, and she's so talented, and she gets it. So we need her as head of the RNC. She is going to join us later in the week, and we've got some other big things coming up. So make sure you tune in and tell all of your friends about the Monica Crowley podcast. Nobody should be missing this ever, ever. 
All right. Today I want to deal with, oh, a little surprise. Today I want to deal with a dog that hasn't barked. Also today, Devin Nunes is going to join us with his thoughts on Elon Musk, Twitter, and the internal communications of Twitter now exposing the depth of corruption and coordination between big tech and the FBI, DOJ, DHS, uh, Director of National Intelligence, his office. The corruption runs so deep everywhere. But on this, there's no one better to talk about it with because he was the very first to begin to expose it all back in the early days of the Trump presidency. And he took a ton of heat over it too. Devin Nunes is going to be here moments away. And your emails, of course. But first, the Monica memo. The dog that hasn't barked. So who could it be? Well, we talk about a lot of dogs that don't bark on this show. Susan Rice. There are others. But today, I want to hone in on a very significant and potentially very dangerous dog that hasn't barked. It's Michelle Obama. We have talked about her on this show in the past, and we have featured a fantastic guest in Joel Gilbert, who's got an unbelievable documentary out about her called Michelle Obama 2024. Go back and listen to that podcast. It was a couple of months ago. Go check it out. Listen to the entire conversation. He postulates that she is running for president. And I've said this to you, if I've said it once, I've said it a million times, If she decides to run, she will get the Democratic nomination in a walk, and she will likely be the next president. Remember this as a way of setting all of this into context. The eight years of Obama were revolutionary, and not in a good way. I'm talking about Marxist revolutionary, okay? Donald Trump came out of nowhere. He was never supposed to win. Donald Trump was meant to be defeated by Hillary Clinton, and then you were supposed to have eight years of rod ham. Okay, she gives you the rod and she gives you the ham. Hillary Rodham Clinton was supposed to be president for eight years to do more with the Marxist revolution and lock it all in. But Mrs. Clinton failed because she is the most unlikable person to ever run for president ever. So she lost to Trump. And that threw a big monkey wrench into all of their plans. Trump comes in. He's a man of the people. He's getting stuff done. He's fixing America's problems. He's making them all look bad by fixing America's problems, putting the lie to all the BS that they constantly give us about, oh, just give us another two, four, or six years and we'll fix the border. We'll fix the economy. We'll fix the military, whatever. And they never do because it's in their vested interest to keep America's problems festering. Trump comes in, he's like, hey, if you give me eight years, I'll fix everything my work here is done. (laughs) Right? So of course they needed to destroy him. He was making them all look bad and he was exposing all of the rot, all of the corruption in every direction, which keeps this whole corrupt system going. So, of course, they had to destroy him, and they continue to have to destroy him. But it was supposed to be eight years of the Obamas, followed by eight years of the Clintons, lock it all in, and the fundamental transformation of the nation would be done. Trump comes in four years, holy shit, now they've got to destroy him and turn everything back that he did. All of the good needed to go out the window. 
So what you are experiencing right now with Joe Biden's administration is guess what? You're getting Barack and Michelle Obama's third term. This right now is the Obama third term. So they've made so much progress with their grand project of transforming the country into a collectivist communist nightmare with fascist tactics that, of course, they're never going to let Trump or DeSantis, it doesn't matter who we nominate, guys, okay? They are going to destroy that person because they've come too far to let it slide back under another Republican president. They learned their lesson with Donald Trump. Okay, they're not going to be caught flat footed again. This is 2020, the entire rigged system. They were never going to allow Donald Trump to be reelected ever. So if we're in the Obama's third term right now, then of course they're going to want a fourth Obama term. And who better to turn to? You can't count on the senile demented imbecile in the White House right now, and his sidekick, the number two, is in a constant state of nervous breakdown. She's the most unpopular vice president in American history, and that includes people like Spiro Agnew, all right? Okay, so they're not going to run her and run the risk of her losing a presidential election. So Michelle, Michelle is always on the scene. That's how you get a fourth Obama term with an actual Obama this time. So what did we learn over the weekend? Well, there was another big Twitter files dump. Thank God for Elon Musk. And guys, I'm going to pretty much say this every show. Please pray for Elon Musk's protection. Please, whatever God you pray to, please pray for his protection. Because he is taking on these forces that are very dark, very powerful, and very evil. He's single-handedly like taking on the entire regime. So please pray for his protection. Over the weekend, we got another big batch of files. And I guess the Fauci files are coming soon too, because Elon Musk teased that over the weekend with a tweet that says, my pronouns are prosecute slash Fauci. I mean, I love that he's a goofball too. I love that he's brilliant and a visionary and gutsy but I also love that he's a goofball. Anyway, so that is coming. We will be all over that once we get those files. But over the weekend, we saw the files related to the decision to remove Donald Trump from Twitter, a sitting president of the United States. Twitter changed the rules to remove Trump and only Trump. And there was only one person that they could find. This was courtesy of uh, Michael Schellenberger, an independent journalist uh, to whom Elon Musk gave some of this information. He's given it to Matt Taibbi, Barry Weiss, and Schellenberger. So it was Schellenberger's turn over the weekend to report what he has found. He found only one person inside Twitter who thought it was a bad idea to permanently suspend the sitting president of the United States for freedom of speech, First Amendment reasons, obviously, for head of state reasons, the slippery slope, the precedent that it would set, Only one person inside Twitter said, "Mm, gosh, golly, I don't think this is a good idea. They didn't care. They did it anyway. But what we also learned from the Twitter files, Schellenberger reported, quote, internal and external pressure to permanently suspend Trump, including from former First Lady Michelle Obama. 
Here is part of the lengthy statement that she posted to Twitter on January 7th. So this is the day after the January 6th riot. Okay. She writes, quote, now is the time for Silicon Valley companies to stop enabling this monstrous behavior and go even further than they have already by permanently banning this man from their platforms and putting in place policies to prevent their technologies from being used by the nation's leaders to fuel insurrection. She added, quote, and if we have any hope of improving this nation, now is the time for swift and serious consequences for the failure of leadership that led to yesterday's shame. The Anti-Defamation League and others, you know, also weighed in on Trump to be permanently banned. But this is Michelle Obama. She is a complete fascist. Okay. I mean, yes, they're communists. What I like to say is this is a Marxist revolution with fascist tactics to get it done. And that's exactly what this woman is. Okay. So the idea that she was out there canceling, I saw Rick Grinnell uh, put up on Twitter yesterday, Michelle Obama canceling her husband's opponents. I would now take that one step further. And I would say Michelle Obama out there canceling her opponents. She and her husband were in the White House for eight years. They carry a lot of weight. Barack Obama and she are running the country now. So, of course, if you're sitting at Twitter and you get a letter from Michelle, not Barack, Michelle Obama, you're going to pay attention, right? Attention must be paid. And her warnings here must be heeded. What was she doing there? This is a preemptive strike. Michelle Obama wasn't just acting as some concerned private citizen, really worried about what was going on at the Capitol. No, Michelle Obama was acting here in a capacity as a future candidate. Oh, Monica, you know, they're making too much money now. They, they don't want to lose their cushy life. Oh, Monica, she's not really political. I hope that those sentiments are right and that she will not run. But again, I encourage everybody, please go stream my friend Joel Gilbert's new documentary, Michelle Obama 2024, because he lays it all out. It's all there. Of course, she is political. One of the points he highlights in the film is that she grew up in Chicago, the South Side, and she's always like talking about how I'm a South Side girl. Her father was a major precinct captain for the democratic machine in Chicago. So from the time she was like knee high, he was taking her by the hand to these precinct meetings. She is steeped in Democrat communist machine politics from the time she was like three or four years old, guys. She currently has a voting rights organization with Stacey Abrams. She is crisscrossing the country with yet another book on yet another book tour, getting fluff pieces written all over the place about her. The woman is highly political. She is very engaged. And as Joel points out, she's immune to criticism because she's a woman of color, former first lady, and like an icon. So if she is the Democratic candidate, we're screwed. I'm just saying she is going to pose an enormous challenge. And what we learned over the weekend with her statement, they reminded us because she did post it publicly at the time, but we all forgot, right? Michelle Obama was working to collude with big tech 
to take out one of her and her husband's biggest political enemies and possible future political opponent. It's not just Joe Biden doing this, attacking Donald Trump through the DOJ and the FBI. This is all of a piece. What do we always say on this show? This is all of a piece. They're all working hand in glove together, okay, together. So this Biden administration, which is really the third Obama term, they're all working hand in glove to take out Donald Trump as any kind of political opponent or political force. And I have a feeling that all of this is being done to make way for Michelle. Joel has also pointed out, you know how the Democrats, and this all kind of flew under the radar last week, but is really important. The Democrats moved to change their first primary out of like the Iowa caucuses and New Hampshire to South Carolina. And Biden's like, oh, you know, this is uh, more representative of the country than the two white states of Iowa, New Hampshire. And so we'll get a better picture. And also he's trying to pay back James Clyburn out of South Carolina who endorsed him and changed the whole dynamic in 2020. So Biden got the nomination. But as Joel points out, It is far more diverse with a lot more minorities in there. In other words, tailor-made for a Michelle Obama candidacy, okay? I don't know if it's going to unfold like this, but I'm telling you, Michelle Obama, watch it. Keep a very, very close eye on her. And it's entirely possible, like Biden says, he's running, so he could be out there. This is the theory he could be out there running to freeze the rest of the field so nobody nobody else is going to get in and challenge the sitting president, right? So he freezes the field, and then at the very last minute in 2024, he steps down. I'm not feeling great. Got to focus on my health and my family. I'm out. And because nobody else has time to raise money and get out in front of the public and run, Michelle steps in. Could be way off on this but maybe not. All I'm saying is watch it and be prepared. We cannot live in denial and we cannot live in wishful thinking. We have to grasp reality and deal in reality. And this right here is the worst case scenario. So we better be prepared for it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to the great Devin Nunes about the Twitter files and the deep state activity, because Devin really was the first one to go out there and begin exposing all of it back in 2017, 2018, 2019. So a very important conversation with Devin coming straight up. Sit tight. Okay, everybody, listen up. We all want to be healthier, right? Well, to get there, we have to have a healthier diet, which is not always easy to do. I can attest to that. You know, that shredded lettuce in a double-double and the fruit filling in a donut are amazing, but they do not count toward the recommended five servings of fruits and vegetables a day. Sorry to be the one to break it to you, but they don't. I don't always eat healthy either, but I will share that the Mayo Clinic says if you want to help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, and cholesterol, Eat five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. I don't, and you probably won't. That's why I take Field of Greens. 
Unlike other supplements, each fruit and each vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected by doctors to support your vital organs, like the heart, lungs, kidneys, and the immune system. Flu season is here, and I trust Field of Greens to help me stay healthy. Field of Greens works fast and tastes so good. It's really delicious, guys, and you'll feel better with more energy and you'll notice your skin, hair, and nails will look healthier too. I certainly noticed that in me since I started taking Field of Greens. If you don't always eat right and exercise, join me and take Field of Greens. Let me get you started with 15% off your first order. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code MONICA. That's promo code MONICA at fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com. I am so delighted to welcome back to the Monica Crowley podcast, the great Devin Nunes. Devin, of course, is the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group. He's also a former congressman from the state of California, and we miss him in Congress every day. But while he was there, he was head of the House Intelligence Committee. And you will recall that in the early days of the Trump presidency, it was Devin Nunes who led the charge to expose the Russia collusion hoax and the conspiracy to destroy Donald Trump. And you will also recall that since Devin was really the very first one to raise his head above the fray and start giving us the truth about what was happening with the deep state, the permanent bureaucracy and the propaganda press, Devin Nunes took a lot of heat and he did it anyway because it was the right thing to do, because they were facts, and because they were true. And guess what? Now that we have Elon Musk as head of Twitter, who's exposing the depth of the corruption and the rot in big tech, in particular in Twitter, where we can see the collusion and we can see what the deep state actually did rather than just speculate about it, guess what? Devin Nunes has been vindicated. And he joins me now. Hi, Devin. Monica, it's great to be with you. Thanks for that, that very nice introduction. Well, it is all true. As Henry Kissinger used to say, it has the added virtue of being true. So <laughs> it's great to have you here, my friend. And we've got a lot to get to, to uh, with you today. First, as I mentioned, and I guess we haven't spoken since Elon Musk took control of Twitter. I would love to get your thoughts on what we are seeing unfold uh, before our eyes, because as I said, you were really the first one to raise the curtain on all of this. And now with the Twitter files, what Musk is exposing is really the extent of the corruption and coordination with the federal government, including the FBI and DOJ, among others to interfere in the 2020 election. You were dealing with stuff to interfere in the 2016 election. So what is your initial well, reaction to what we're seeing? Yeah. And, you know, if you if you think about it, it's really proving true that there were a few of us that were shadow banned back in 2018. And one of the things we'd like to see is for Musk to release all of the actual files right now. He's kind of selectively and I get it. You know, it's 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 good PR. He's selectively letting some, you know independent reporters come in and evaluate some of these document documents. But. One of the keys to our success of of discovering and and outing the Russia hoax, and as that developed over time, I initially knew it was fake because I was one of the few Russia hawks at the time in 15 and 16 
who were saying that Putin's doing a lot of bad things while the Obama administration was giving Putin everything he wanted. So you can imagine my kind of curiosity when after, you know, a month after the election, they all of a sudden say, oh, my God, Putin uh, swayed this election to Trump. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, where's the intelligence? What do you have? You don't have crap. So I knew it was all nonsense. But one of the things we successfully used is as we were able to uncover clues and information and documents, it was very good to use social media and social networking to, I guess, for lack of a better word, force multiply the research that could be done. And, you know, quickly dominoes started to fall largely based on information that we would put out on the, from the House Intelligence Committee. And these, these folks on, on Twitter and Facebook, et cetera, would just start posting additional documents. They'd find additional information out. And then lo and behold, come 2018, I'm one of the very first people to be shadow banned by these companies. And that's what eventually led me in 2020 to talk about this. I wrote about it, about how big tech was censoring. And this was even before the Hunter Biden laptop from hell came out. And then, of course, they they kick off millions of people, including President Trump in January of 21, which we're finding about some of that information out now through the release of these Twitter files. And then when, uh, you know, when Donald Trump decided to start this new startup, True Social, this new company, you know, I was one of the people who said, look, this is the most important issue at the highest level. This has to be opened up. And so, you know, we started this company. We're continuing to to grow every day. And, you know, we've been standing there with Rumble essentially in the breach. Um, now you had Elon Musk come along, spend $44 billion and an unprecedented number to kind of rip this away from the left and the and the deep state. And it's been kind of refreshing, but you know, that's been a hard fought battle for now, you know, what's going on really a, a year uh, or more that both True Social and Rumble have been standing here in the breach. And so we welcome it. Uh, only thing I would add to it, Monica, is we would just like to see, we just need full transparency. We need all the documents. There's been so many people, so many elected officials that have been shadow banned. I mean, look, and I say this, maybe maybe it's a little bit personal to me, but you know, look, I, I'd like to know what they were doing and uh, at Twitter. But with all that said, everybody's focused on, on, on Twitter right now because Elon Musk is exposing these files. But there's really an elephant in the room, and that elephant in the room is that Twitter is just a, a, a speck on the graph compared to the meta, which is Facebook and Instagram. And of course, let's just leave TikTok out of it. But you know, Facebook, Instagram have you know tens of millions of users. Um, Twitter, despite their numbers, there's a lot of bots, a lot of spam accounts. It's what Elon is running into. It's just spec, but it's a spec on the on the graph of, of where people get their information and where they use social media. And so it's going to be up to Congress, not only, I think, to if Musk won't actually release all these publicly, I think Congress is going to have the Republican Congress is going to have to subpoena these all these documents from Twitter. But at the same time, they need to they really need to go after Facebook and Instagram because they've been very they've done a lot of damage. They've done a lot of damage to this country. Yes, indeed. And that is a really important point that everybody is focused now on Twitter and we're seeing just the extent of the corruption and really um, unconstitutional violations against the First Amendment. It's very serious business, but you're exactly right that they're one, it's an 
important platform the way True Social is an important platform, but it's not the only one. And you're right. There are these other behemoths like Meta, Facebook, Instagram, all owned by Zuckerberg, um, but also Google, you know, the search engines, Yahoo, they're also equally corrupted. And you can argue that those platforms in many ways are more important because they're so much bigger. So right. I think you're exactly, exactly right about that. Um, and, and by the way, before we get into some of the details of what we're seeing here, Devin, I, I do want to give you and President Trump and the team tremendous credit for starting True Social because remember that the folks on the left in Silicon Valley, they were like, oh, if you don't like the way our platforms are run, go build your own. And they'd all cackle and laugh knowing how incredibly difficult it is to get all of the technology and expertise and funding to launch a platform that can be competitive to any of the big guns. And you yeah. and President Trump and the team did it. And my hat is off to all of you. And everybody should be on True Social. By the way, I don't care what other platforms you're on, get on True Social. So my hat is well, off to you uh, on that, Devin. And, you know, the, and the real way that we were able to do that is that, you know, most of the time, you know, if you go into a startup, uh, as you said, there's, you know, there's kind of 10 big companies out there and any tech startup has to use those companies, right? Whether it be Amazon or Microsoft or Google, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we had to build this with none of them, with none of them. And we did it by partnering with Rumble because Rumble uh, views the world the same way. They were really ahead of their time when they started because they watched how YouTube got gobbled up by Google. It killed off all the small creators. So Rumble is a platform that is that is a video platform, an alternative to YouTube, but at the same time, they're now a cloud company. And so we're on the Rumble cloud. And then also they have an advertising platform since you know 90 plus percent of the advertising goes, goes through Google. We've had to develop our own advertising platform at the same time. And so we're, we see True Social as kind of that communications networking arm, and we're riding on that new infrastructure that, that, that Rumble has built and it's what's it's really what's made this possible is you know we are small but we're indestructible and well i say small but we you know we're the third largest american social media company behind facebook and then twitter um and you know and we grow every day but the fact is yeah, you're exactly right monica they they laughed they scoffed they made fun they said oh they can never do it and you know here we are we have a beachhead against big tech and no matter how many attacks and they come every single day whether it's fake news media attacks, attacks by the Biden administration that's trying to stop our, our funding from, from happening, our merger that we're trying to get funding for a financing company, or whether it's a bot attacks that come, that come globally. Um, through all of those efforts, here we are. They haven't taken us down, and it's, it's, been, it's been fun to watch. And now, obviously, watching what Elon Musk is doing, totally exposing these guys, like I said, we, I want to see the I want to see everything. And then we really need to see what Facebook's been doing. Yes. And I want to cover that. Let's hit a quick break. More with Devin Nunes on the other side. So don't go anywhere. But first, the holidays are here. And that means giving and hopefully receiving one of the best gifts ever. Omaha Steaks. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender and delicious Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks have put together a delicious selection of various gift packages to make shopping for the ones you love nice and easy. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide 
Plus, use code MONICA at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. Omaha Steaks has everything you need to give a gift that is simply perfect. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites like the delicious butcher's cut filet mignon, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. So don't wait. Order today and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code MONICA at checkout. Omaha Steaks is truly a gift from the heart, a gift that will be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing that you are ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code MONICA at checkout to get that extra 40 bucks off your order. Minimum order may be required. omahasteaks.com, promo code MONICA. We'll be right back. All right, we're back with Devin Nunes. He is, of course, the head of Truth Social, the CEO of Trump Media and Technology Group. If you're not on Truth Social, get on it immediately. It deserves all of our support. Um, and he was also, of course, head of the House Intelligence Committee and was the, one of the very first people, if not the first person, to blow the whistle on the deep state corruption in the 2016 election. So, Devin, now that we're seeing, courtesy of Musk at Twitter, um, we're seeing the interference by big tech, in particular Twitter, but working in actual collusion and coordination with the DOJ, FBI, uh, DHS, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence. You're seeing real collusion as opposed to the fake collusion that they accused Donald Trump of doing. Um you're, you're seeing that now with regard to the 2020 election. So our last two presidential election cycles have been corrupted and rigged by this uh, giant ball of collusion between big government, big tech, and so many other players. Yeah. What's your reaction to all of this? Well, the, in the, the, the players are really interesting because it's a small cabal that all, ha, that all is networked with former Obama-era officials that now became Biden-era officials. And probably the most notable that I was familiar with, but most people didn't really realize it, because but he was a major player in the Russia hoax. And that was the general counsel for the FBI, worked under James Comey. His name is uh, James Baker, Jim Baker. And he left. Ironically, he was, you know, when we uncovered the Russia hoax, his his fingerprints were everywhere. And, you know, he ultimately cooperated or somewhat cooperated with Durham. Um, unfortunately, those indictments, the indictments were brought and the juries acquitted him in Washington, D.C., which is a whole nother scandal and problem that where you have a two tier justice system. But then, lo and behold, Baker ends up uh, in one of the top legal positions at Twitter. So I think what you have here is you have a the the left understands the power of these big tech companies to build out essentially artificial intelligence on every single American and people around the globe. And this is intelligence that's very valuable for political actors. So there's they've done a very good job. Not only has it is it you know big money working for these these tech companies, but also the power that comes with it. And it appears what they did is they they just connected almost essentially built a whole network 
between the FBI and these big tech companies. And that for sure happened at Twitter. And as as we said, it's a little too early to jump out on and, and know exactly everything that's happened. But it seems like Baker played a very instrumental role uh, in ensuring that Trump was booted from the platform, not to mention that most likely what was happening there is illegal. I mean, if the FBI and, and, and our government, the Department of Justice, were running informants uh, of some kind, whether a paid informant or just someone who cooperated to go get data from these big tech companies and then give it back to the FBI, I mean, it's a it's a major scandal. It's probably these scandals are all related. I, I would say the Russia hoax scandal is one ongoing saga that's never ended, uh, and it's the biggest scandal in in American history. But you could you could either say this is part of that or it's a subset to it. But I think the idea that that the Department of Justice would have these informants involved in these tech companies that have so much access to our data. Or they have, you know, all somebody has to do if they have the right access points is to say, hey, where was Monica Crowley at? Let me let me go back and look everywhere that she's been. And look, there's several tech companies, Monica. I don't know what kind of device you use, but and I don't I, I know I know you're on most of the social media platforms. But if you have the right connections, somebody could easily just go in and essentially just reverse engineer and know everywhere you've been in the last in the last year. So it's scary stuff. Uh, the Twitter files prove that it did happen and Congress is gonna have to expose this. And, and the challenge has been, is that, okay, Congress exposes it, but then what do you do? Where does it go? Because you right. know, the Biden administration is not gonna prosecute people that they're involved with. And I think mm -hmm. that's been part of the problem with Durham, the Durham investigation. I, I have no reason to believe that Durham is not on the up and up but he just never was able to bring cases and he has it so far. He's never been able to bring a case on people that are, that he should be bringing cases against. Oh, guess what? They happen to be at the very top echelons of the Biden administration and inside the department of justice. So it's very incestuous. It's, it's, it's very corrupt. And I know people are, are, you know, I would say that I understand why people are pissed off, but you have to remember there's nobody more pissed off than myself and Donald Trump who have been, Probably Donald Trump's been the mo the biggest victim of this, but as you can imagine, I've spent the better part of you know since 2016 dealing with this total and complete corruption, hoping and praying and and working with the 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 justice system, only to see it completely collapse and there be a two tier justice system where you know Republicans are continuously targeted um, and Democrats. Are, are very seldom are they actually prosecuted. And when they do, they bring the case in Washington, D.C., and it's done, gone, cleaned right. up. And they, That's and, they, right. and they just, and they get off. You know, the jury deliberates for 17 seconds. I mean, they walk in there, oh, Republican, boom, guilty. Oh, Democrat, out. Oh, yeah, no problem. And I mean, this is a problem. I mean, this is a long-term problem for this country. Yeah, absolutely. And when it comes to big tech, because they are so dominant and they've got a monopoly on the flow of information, so therefore they've got a monopoly on the narrative in this country. I mean, you think about all of the corruption and collusion that we have seen just in the last you know, two weeks. 
uh, come out with regard to Twitter. And as you point out, the other big platforms are hip deep in this. And then you add what Mark Zuckerberg did in 2020 in pouring hundreds of millions of dollars targeted into swing states. When they've got that kind of power and that kind of money and they're all on the left, Right. And they're they're not just, you know, standard Democrats. I mean, these are really Marxist revolutionaries in many cases running these companies who they do not give a flying wit about the Bill of Rights and actually consider you their enemy and in many cases want you dead. Um, I, I don't know how we square that circle, Devin. I mean, thank God that you and President Trump have true social. Everybody should be on it. But, you know, you're, you're one group of people with one platform where they're controlling everything else. How do we exactly get around right. this? Look, it's it's unfortunate the Republicans didn't win control of the Senate. Obviously, that would have been that would have been more help. Luckily, they controlled the House right now. That's really the only branch of government that that you're going to be able to count on because the executive branch is knee deep involved in this, tied up with the left. It's with you know the Biden, Obama, that whole all of that cabal, direct link with all the intelligence agencies, uh, weaponizing the justice system in this country. So the Congress can expose, they can subpoena, and they can expose. And I would say, look, the third branch of government, the judicial branch. Um, you know, it's a big problem because, you know, time and time again, you see it. And I, you know, we talked earlier just about the, the cases that were bought, brought in Washington, D.C., but you also see it where, you know, these judges, I think, are they get in there, they say the right things. If they're if they're Republican judges, they say they're going to follow the law. They say they're constitutionalists so they can get approval by the Senate. But often what happens is, is they, too, are swayed by this, by the fake news. It's the old saying, if you preach a, a lie long enough, I think it was Stalin and you know many other leftists throughout the, throughout the years, you pre- repeat a lie long enough, eventually it becomes the truth. And I think you see that with judges that get scared, uh, you know, both at the federal and at the, at the local level. They don't want to be attacked by their, the local newspaper. They don't want to have to go to a cocktail party at night with their Democrat buddies. And they will just see what happened in the news. Oh my God, did you see that? That nobody wants to be titled with, oh, the crazy judge. Well, it just happens to be judges that we need to step up because they're that last kind of sacred a part of our of our system that's got to stand up for for justice. And I just think time and time again, you're just you're seeing it not happen. And what you do see is is you see the the judges that were appointed by even going back to Clinton, but for sure Obama. Almost every single time, Monica, I'd say 90% of the time, Republicans all seem to lose their cases either to get thrown out or they get maximum prosecution, i.e. General Flynn is the best example of that. Um, and then you see on if you get, uh, you know, Trump judges or George W. Bush judges, you know, very seldom do those guys st- step up and take a stand. And and so the rot is going not just from the Department of Justice, but it's rotting over into our judicial branch of government. And look, and I'd say the the best example of that that I have of that is just watching the FISA court. You know, here we exposed over and over and over again using the Congress, you know, and the you know, both the House and the Senate, exposing the 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 situation, what happened. And I say the FISA court, it's it's a it's a court that was created to watch over how the intelligence apparatus intersects with law enforcement. 
uh, to protect people's rights, uh, in, you know, that where you have to you have to get a, a warrant to go in and use those powers of, of the intelligence agencies. And nothing ever happened to any of these people. And these judges all walked and a lot of them were Republicans. Not a damn thing happened. And I think it's just that's just a sign of and that was look, that was something easy, Monica. That wasn't even hard. I mean, it was clear what they did. It was totally corrupt. You had judges that signed off on this. And not one of these judges did anything to anyone in the Department of Justice or the FBI that was involved in this scandal. And so if they wouldn't do anything that of what we knew going back four years ago, and it's just continued to get worse with what John Durham has brought forward, you've never seen the judicial branch do a damn thing. And I think it's just a, a bad sign. So ultimately, you, you ask me, what are we going to do? Look, we're we're gonna we're gonna stand here. We're gonna create a new internet superhighway. That's what True Social is doing, working alongside with Rumble, so that at least at a minimum, uh, the truth ultimately will set you free. Uh, it's just gonna be probably a long, hard-fought battle at this point, as long as you have people that are willing to uh, to reward the status quo, which is you know continue to vote for left-wing extremists. And if you look at these blue states, they're getting. Worse and worse. You know, I'm, you know, California, my home state, it's pretty bad. And and I don't see there's any, there's no end in sight right now. Uh, it seems like the worse it gets, the more, the more Democrats get elected. And you've got homelessness, high cost of living, people leaving the state, and they just keep voting for the same people. So I have to believe that we sit in an information desert that a lot of these people just are, they're, they're seeing the fake news. They're getting it through the big tech companies. And they, you know, they just don't realize that, hey, the reason you have all this problem in California is not because of global warming. It's not because of Donald Trump. It's because of whacked out left-wing Marxist policies that are driving the state into the ground. Yes. And all three branches of our government are corrupted. Um, and to your point, the blue states are getting bluer and the red states are getting redder because we're in the middle of this great sorting where people are just moving to areas where their values align, Devin. And, you know, it, it's creating it's sort of like a soft national divorce or a soft a nonviolent civil war. In some cases on the left, it actually is violent with Antifa and BLM and the rest. But we are seeing this like sifting of the country, which is really unhealthy. And I think at some point we're going to face a breaking point, maybe sooner rather than later. Devin, in our remaining moments here, can you tell us what President Trump's reaction has been to the Twitter files and the disclosure of everything that they did to him throughout the years? Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny because when when it was first mentioned that Elon Musk was was going to buy Twitter, um, you know, back in the spring, you know, a lot of people expected, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen to True Social? We kept saying, look, True Social is here to stay. We're not going anywhere. We're not even no matter who buys it. We're not turning over our, you know, this 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 new part of the Internet, you know, just over to another billionaire. Like we're going to build out this whole ecosystem working with Rumble. And of course, you know, we didn't even get launched. Speaking of which, you know, we just barely got up on Android here just, you know, eight weeks ago, just right before the election. So we're not even fully launched yet, Monica, you know, for the size that we are. But a lot of people were, oh, you know, Trump will will will, will go back to Twitter and Elon Musk and, and, and everybody was shocked that both President Trump and myself were like, hey, we're all for this. Like, we're here to open the Internet back up. And if Elon Musk can buy Twitter and maybe he can buy Facebook, too. The more that he can buy, it's better than the wackos that are running it now. 
And little did we know when we set all that back in the spring, we supported his purchase of the of Twitter all through the summer and the fall. And then when it ultimately happened, I don't think President Trump nor myself knew the extent. We knew there was circumstantial evidence of the shadow banning. We didn't know that they were going to find direct evidence. And I think that's what you see. And so I think President Trump is is very happy uh, with his with his decision uh, to, to support Elon Musk and his purchase of Twitter because it's it's proven correct that it was just much worse than even him and I thought it was. It was and yeah. it's much, much worse. Yeah. Probably only so gets Musk. I'm sorry, Devin. Musk has uh, already restored the real Donald Trump uh, Twitter account, but Trump has said he's sticking to true social. Does that remain true? Yeah. And I, and look, I think the simple reason why is, is why are you going to put your, you know, why are you going to put all your eggs in one basket? You know, I mean, you can't just, I think we have to continue to build out this ecosystem because it's, it's, it's really, like I said earlier, we're the only ones standing in the breach, right? Like if right. we just shut down, if, if true social and rumble say, ah, oh, you know, let, let's go, we'll, we'll just go help Twitter. Right. Well, look, you know, who knows? I mean, Elon Musk seems like a good guy. He's doing the right thing right now, but you know, he admits himself, he's not a conservative. So I don't think you want to put that type of control in the hands of one person. And that's why it's so important to develop out this ecosystem. And look, maybe in time, maybe Twitter would move over and start to use this ecosystem instead of using, you know, the ecosystem that they use now, which I'm sure is heavily reliant on the big tech companies for a lot of their uh, infrastructure. So I think a lot of things would have to happen uh, for us, you know, for us to be in any position to ever give up this, this, you know, beachhead that we've created against big tech. And look, uh, like I said, Monica, the, the the thing is, is that so many people want to know what Donald Trump's doing. They just take and copy it from True Social and they put it on Twitter anyway. So right. and they put That's it on true. Facebook and they put it on Facebook and they put it on YouTube. Now, the scary part is, is that now it appears like those posts are remaining up on Twitter from what I can tell when people post them, but I think they still get taken down on, on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, which is pretty bad. Yeah, I know. Well, good for you and for President Trump for developing True Social. Again, it's such a Herculean task in, you know, you're standing in the shadow of these massive tech behemoths and you guys did it. You pulled it off. The platform is excellent. I post all the time on True Social. I encourage everybody else to do it because you're exactly right. I mean, you never know what tomorrow is going to bring. And Elon Musk is the indispensable key man at Twitter. But if, God forbid, something were to happen to him or he sold it off, it, again, you would have no options. Yeah, you'd be so back at the beginning again. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yep. So it's critical that everybody supports truth. And you can, yeah, I cross post on a million different platforms. You can certainly do that. But please go. And if you're not already on True Social, get on it and make use of it. Please. We need we need that. Um, final question for you, Devin. Do you think there's going to be any accountability for any of these villains and criminals in big tech and in big government, in particular, the FBI and the DOJ? You know, I mean, Durham is still out there. You know, I think with the Republicans winning Congress, that gives a little bit of life to Durham because I'm sure he's getting a lot. Of, you see how corrupt the Biden administration is, whether it's attacking our our financing company, you know, through the SEC process, or whether it's appointing a new special counsel to now go investigate Trump again, or whether it's raiding Mar-a-Lago in an unprecedented raid. 
I mean, all of that is 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 really scary stuff. And I think the Republicans have a lot on their plate and they they can't mess around. I, I get a little worried here that um, that they're messing around too much on, you know, who's going to be the leader versus who's going to do the hard work of the investigations, who's going to issue the subpoenas. That's really what they should be focusing on, in my opinion. You know, you you, you had a you had a primary essentially where Kevin McCarthy was the winner. And and look, I I get some people that didn't vote for Kevin McCarthy, but 85 percent of the people did. And and I think uh, you know it's time to focus on what the American people elected you to do, and that's to get to work and, and rein in an out of control Department of Justice uh, and many other government agencies and begin to expose this corruption that sadly has only gotten worse even you know since I left. Yep. Critical. All critical. I want to thank you so much for being here today, Devin, and also for your critical work on True Social and working with the president to get this platform running so well. I mean, really, it's just it's an astonishing feat and our hats are all off to you. Thank you so much, Devin, for doing this and also for leading the charge at the very beginning when you you were out there swinging alone and you've since been vindicated. And I think there's more evidence to come. So thank you again from all of us and God bless you. Thanks a lot, Monica. Great to be with you. You bet. Devin Nunes, the CEO of the Trump Media and Technology Group, True Social, get on it today, former California congressman. We will be right back. All right, guys, time now for the Monday email bag. Again, if you want to send me an email, I would love to hear from you. Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Monica Crowley podcast at gmail.com. All right, David in Bergen County, New Jersey writes, hi again, Monica. Love hearing you fill in as well as guest appear on different shows such as Bernie and Sid and Bill O'Reilly. He's referring to WABC in New York, which for a long time, guys, was my home radio station. I absolutely love WABC, and I fill in for these guys once in a while or join them on the show as guests, and it's just a blast. So anyway, David continues, enjoying your podcast. My question to you is why on earth are we not more committed to sending diplomatic persons for peace talks regarding the current war in Ukraine? Why haven't we stepped up peace talks? Instead, we send more money and more weapons. It all smells fishy to me. Beware the nuclear industrial complex. Eisenhower. Well, Eisenhower actually said, beware the military industrial complex. But I do get your point here, David, about the nuclear industrial complex, which is even more scary. David continues, it's only a matter of time. Putin uses tactical nuclear weapons. With each passing day, we are losing our nation under the deranged leadership of the Biden administration. Thanks again, Monica, for your service. It's very important your voice is heard during this time. Our country needs you. Keep it up. Well, that is a great note. Thank you so much, David. And I'm so glad that you are part of the Monica Crowley podcast community that we are building here. Really appreciate your support and very happy to know that you are enjoying this podcast so much. Thank you. Tell all of your friends. As for your question, we have covered it on this show uh, before, but it bears repeating because the Biden administration continues to shovel billions of dollars every week to Zelensky and Ukraine. 
Why are we not seeking a diplomatic end to this war? Good question, David. Excellent question. In fact, it's the only question. Ukraine is infamously corrupt. I've been there a number of times. Beautiful country, lovely people. The government is infamously corrupt. And that corruption, like here, has been deeply entrenched for a very long time. That's why our ruling class and the ruling class across the West has used Ukraine as a money laundering hub. They've also been doing this for decades. You go to the most corrupt country in the world or one of them, and you start pumping money in, laundering it, and then bringing it back. Ukraine was a willing participant in this for a very long time and continues to be. It is a tradition in Ukraine, okay? This is how things get done. It's all money laundering. So for decades, since the fall of the Soviet Union, for sure. Why do you think Hunter Biden was there? Why do you think Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma? It wasn't for his looks or his expertise because he didn't have any which made him even more useful because he was a useful idiot. It was because they were laundering tens of billions of dollars for all kinds of things. And the Biden family got tens of millions of dollars from this entire operation from and through Ukraine. And with Putin's invasion and the chaos of this war, that gave them another opening to do even more of it with our money, okay? So it was all about trading on the name, trading on the position of Joe Biden as senator, Joe Biden as vice president, now Joe Biden as president. And so much of this is being done with our money. Now all of it's being done with our money. So why isn't Biden seeking a diplomatic end to this conflict? This is why. They're all making a dark fortune through this war. But let's impeach Donald Trump over a phone call with the then Ukrainian president over corruption in Ukraine. You see how this works, guys? Donald Trump called them on their corruption, so they impeached him for it. This is how deep the corruption runs. And this is how obvious the projection is. They impeached Donald Trump for what they themselves were doing and what they themselves were guilty of and what they continue to be guilty of. But this is how deep the corruption runs. This is going to be a long-term heavy lift of a project to fix this. It all needs to be torn up root and branch. So steal yourselves. We need all hands on deck to do this and save this country. Okay, that's going to do it for me today. Thank you so much for joining me on this Monday and for checking out our terrific sponsors. We all really appreciate that. Have a great start to your week. And I will see you right back here on Wednesday with a brand new show, including the fantastic Harmie Dillon. She's going to join me and she's going to try to reform the RNC. Nothing changes unless something changes. All right, guys, thanks so much. Be well, and I'll see you right back here on Wednesday. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.